Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Commentator Podcast. Once again, it's your boy Christian. Uh, and for the first time ever, we are doing not only an audio version of this, but also video. So it's also going to be a little bit weird for me to get used to this a little bit. But, you know, just roll with it. We're going to see how it turns out. But this is it's going to be the official first uh, podcast that goes up on uh, on YouTube. So welcome to all you uh, you people on YouTube watching. This is my face. This is how it looked like. So uh, we're going to give you some quick information, do a little uh, talk about what's coming up this Saturday this week. Uh, and hopefully, you know, you're able to make it out there this Saturday. Um, so let's, let me just give you my uh, social media information just because I'll tell you why. But um, So if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's going to be uh, my full name, which is Cristian Putelias, which is C-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. P-U-T-A-L-L-A-Z. I feel like a rapper when I do this. Uh, and then you can also find me on uh, Twitter under Chris Putalias, which is C-R-I-S-P-U-T-A-L-L-A-Z. I probably should change my name to something easier maybe for to make it easier for you guys to find me. But uh, most of the stuff is going to be in the description below. So you'll be able to find me there on the links. Um, but yeah, but if you can, I guess, I don't know, do something. Find me out, but basically the reason that I'm giving this stuff out is because I'm going to be, uh, this Saturday, I'm going to take my little camera and I'm going to be doing like a video uh, vlog recording thing, so I'll be able to post that up on the website, or not the website, but on YouTube, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to finish it that day, have it ready for you guys on Sunday, it's going to be something new that I'm going to try to make every single time that I'm able to make it to the games out there. And also, while I'm doing that, I'm also going to keep you updated on Instagram on, you know, on how I'm doing and also uh, show you some stuff about, you know, how game day is here in Houston, Texas. So I'm going to be uh, visiting all the murals out there. I'm going to give you a rundown basically of the stadium, show you a couple things here and there. Uh, I'm also going to be uh, visiting where uh, the bars where all these supporters or the supporter groups uh, hang out and you know the march to the match and all that stuff um, so if you want to you know just kind of keep up to what's going on with the game day and what's going on in game day you can follow me on Instagram you know I'll be posting stories on that and stuff like that um, if not then you can just wait till the next day or the day after for my video to come out where I'm gonna be recording a couple of things um, but you know long introduction um, it's kind of weird to have a camera in front of my face, so I'm going to try to act cool. Um, but yeah, let me just give you some information before we... Uh, we're going to try to keep this uh, as as quick and simple as possible. So I got some notes here. Um, just to let you know, uh, supporter section um, has been sold out. So if you were planning to go and stand with the, support, with the Hustle Town supporters... Uh, fortunately for you, if you're listening to this or looking or watching this kind of late... Uh, today is uh, what Wednesday Wednesday the 26th so but this time today all the tickets have been sold out to that section um, so which is uh, standing room only um, the front office kind of has been working with a lot of the support groups this year to you know better the experience and, and hopefully grow uh, what you know the club and the supporter section and stuff like that so this year what they did is they took the bottom part of the seats 
So, you know, everybody can be setting up and hopefully in the near future, they'll be able to install like, you know, the different things that are needed to make the the section to be, you know, a safe place for everybody that is standing there, basically. So they put like rails and, and stuff like that so you can hold on to and make sure you don't fall over and stuff like that. But um, supporter sections basically is going to be behind one of the goals, I believe is the north side goal. Um, and you know where they usually stand and cheer but this time it's actually going to be the bottom section and the top section so if you're interested in that um you know if you have a ticket perfect if you don't you know maybe you'll be able to find one here and there but you know as of today online it has been sold out so hopefully you can get a ticket maybe in a adjacent uh place to it and you know why not make your way into there if you have the chance um, so before I start, uh, kind of like my, uh, little preview of the game, which is not going to be long, it's just basic information. I wanted to do a preview or predictions, my predictions of what I think the, the season is going to look like for the team. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be a tough season. There's obviously more teams that are coming in into play. Um, so obviously there's going to be a bunch of stuff. A lot of uh, more teams are coming in into into the into this into the MLS next year, uh, but for right now, you know, let me just pull it up to give you the exact number of teams that are in each um, in each conference. But if I'm not mistaken, we are at 15 on each side. I think we are at 30 teams already. So let me see. No, I might be tripping. So there's actually there's 26. There's 13 and 13 on each side. Uh, on the West, which is the the conference that we're on, we're obviously competing against uh, not competing, but you know, you know how uh, playoffs work. So if you don't know, basically the way playoff works is the first top top seven teams of each conference make it into the playoffs, which is like a second round, and then they kind of like play each other and kick every you know each other out. So one on each side pretty much gets you know to to play for the for the MLS Cup. So on the west side you have Colorado Rapids, uh, Fresco FC, uh, obviously the Houston Dynamo, LA Galaxy, which we're playing this weekend, LAFC, Minnesota, uh, Nashville, which are the newcomers, the new the new kids on the block, uh, Portland Timbers, Real Salt Lake, San Jose Earthquakes, uh, Seattle. I was gonna say Seattle Seahawks, Seattle Sounders, uh, SKC, Sporting Kansas City, and Vancouver. Um, so my prediction for this year, I think the Dynamo are going to make the playoffs, and they're going to make it by the skin of their teeth on the sixth place. So obviously they're seven, but I think we're going to be whoever's on, on that seventh place. We're not going to make it, unfortunately, to the home advantage uh, of the playoffs. So basically, if you are uh, one of the top four, you get a home advantage. If you're actually number one, you get a bye week, uh, and then you know from two to seven, you kind of play against each other, and then that's where our, the team on first place kind of jumps in and back into the picture. Uh, so if you land two, three, or four, basically you get to play at home for that playoff game. And obviously if you're fifth, sixth, and seven, you actually have to, you know, you travel to whoever you have to play against. Um, so I think my prediction, you know, we've been slacking uh, for a couple of years now. Even though we got a Open Cup on two, in 2017, 2018, uh, the team kind of has been slacking for for a couple of years. It's been it's been tough. Um, you know, some people blame the front office, 
for not investing in the team. Some people blame, um, I guess, the players. Some people blame, you know, different things. Um, I think we are at a stage where we can, like, you know, even though some people are still going to be always, you know, blaming this, blaming that, blaming this, and blaming that. I think we're at a good spot this year. Or we're at a better spot than we were the last couple of years, I think, with, with the coaching, with the some of the players that we brought, and some of the players that we probably got rid of that maybe they were a little thorn on, on our side. Um, but I think this year we are going to make it to the sixth place. We're going to, you know, be fighting for those uh, for that sixth spot till the end, but I think we're, we're going to make it. Um, I'm not too confident of how far we're going to make it in the playoffs. But I think for sure we're we're obviously going to make it to that first game. So um, that second game obviously is going to get a little bit tougher. But, you know, the Dynamo, the history of the Dynamo kind of supposedly like we get tougher as the playoffs come along. So we, we tend to like get better when the, play are, the playoffs are, are, you know, here and we have to play them basically. Uh, so we're hoping that happens this year. We'll make it to the playoffs. And once we're there, you know, we're, we're able to kill it and we're able to make it to, you know, as far as we can and God knows when the MLS Cup, you know. Um, I've been, I listened to uh, Glenn Davis talk to one of the reporters that, you know, uh, reports on of the Atlanta United and, and they were talking about how the owner of the Atlanta United basically wants Atlanta to be one of the greatest te teams, if not the greatest teams in the Western Hemisphere. Which I, you know, like he said, and like I said myself, I think, you know, having such a great goal and high hopes on your own club, on your own team, I think is like the best thing. And, um, you know, when you're a team that just aspires to make it to the playoffs, like some people are with the Houston Dynamo this year, I think, you know, we're setting the bar too low. And um, and I heard also uh, Tab Ramos, our coach, basically say, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, just fighting just to make it to the playoffs, then, you know, might as well just stay home and, you know, play a different sport because, you know, you, you're obviously here to win. And if you're going to win, you're going to win it all. And if you're going to want to win, you're going to, you know, you're going to want to make it to the MLS Cup and win that. Um, so, you know, we'll make it far. I think we're still learning. We're still uh, like a new group, new coaching, you know. It, we, we'll see how the season pans out. Um, but I think we'll make it to the playoffs and, you know, we'll see how we can get better from there. Um, but also, I have a challenge. So, I need y'all to hold me up to it. I told my wife she didn't like it. But basically, I told my wife that if the Houston Dynamo happens to win the MLS Cup, I will be uh, dyeing my hair blonde. Oh. Uh, I've never I've never touched my hair. I've never, like, done any coloring. Like, this is, like, the most... I've done to my hair, which is like a weird ass line on the side of my head. Um, but you know, this is gonna be like the greatest thing if it happens. If a Houston Dynamo happens to win it all, I will be dyeing my hair and I will record the whole process and I will do it just you know, for the sake of it, you know, just to, and just to keep a promise. So I have to hold you guys up to it, and you know, let's hope we get it. And you know, it is what it is. I'll have to dye my hair. But, you know, I'd rather have a, a championship at home in yellow hair than it is, you know, whatever. Um, so some of my predictions for this season. Uh, team MVP is going to meet. For, for me, so last year was Vera, Matias Vera. 
I think he's probably one of our strongest players that we have this year as well. Um, he has shown great potential, great, like, for being, what, 24, 25 years old. Um, he probably has been one of our most outstanding players in that midfield, taking control, taking a role of, like, almost being the captain of the team at, at points. Uh, you know, just taking the team by storm, winning every ball, fighting every ball, great passing average. I think he had, like, a high, like, a 92, 93% average on passing accuracy, which, like, uh, bl- like it blows everybody out of the water with that average. And uh, he and he's a defensive mid. So imagine if we had him as an attacking mid or somebody that can create. So hopefully this year we'll get to see a different face of him. And um, I think he he'll have another great year. And uh, I'm praying to God that he, you know if he does have a great year that we don't that we don't sell him. Um, I know we still have kind of, you know like a contract with him. I'm not 100 percent sure how the contract works with him. Um, but I know that. If he has another great year, he's going to be a high commodity. But, you know, we are always looking to have the best of the best. So if if, if that's what it takes, you know, it, you know, it is what it is. Uh, newcomer of the year. Uh, it was a tough decision because I thought, you know, we got a, a few good guys that could have been that. But I think if the newcomer of the year is not Quinteros, then I think we have failed as a as a club. And the reason I say that, or the reason I, you know, I in, emphasize such a, or like say such a statement, is because Quintero is basically our DP of the season. Uh, even though he doesn't have the DP title on him, which is designated player, so every team in the MLS gets to have three designated players. So basically, saying these are my top guys, these are the guys that I'm gonna pay more and above of whatever I can pay a player. And basically, whenever an expansion uh, draft comes around, they are protected from that. So right now, if I'm not mistaken, we have uh, two DP players. Let me just—I know one for sure is T Mac, not not T Mac. I'm poof, not T Mac for sure. T Mar. So Tomas Martinez is uh, one of our DPs, which honestly, and I think, and I agree with everybody out there. Thomas Martinez has a lot to prove. Uh, I think, you know, on paper, he seems great. You know, a number 10 uh, came out of River Plate, even though I hate them with a passion. Uh, River Plate, you know, is is one of the greatest, not greatest, one of the good teams out there. Uh, you know, let's, let's, let's keep it reasonable. Uh, and Ellis, Ellis is our other DP, which I think Ellis has earned that status and has kept that status. And I think DP Ellis forever will, will be a good thing. But, you know, Tomas Martinez has to prove this year that, you know, having that title comes with a great responsibility and and he still hasn't shown it. So, you know, this is a challenge directly to him, you know, bro. You have to earn your DP spot because last year, you know, You've been slacking, bro, and and if we're gonna have you as a DP and we're gonna pay you more than everybody out there, uh, you know you have to earn that paycheck. You know, this is soccer, and you know we need somebody to step up and do and do their job, especially in the position that you are in as a number ten as a DP. You have to step up. So yeah, Quintero would be the newcomer of the year. Hopefully, he puts that. You know, he takes that jersey and you know kind of. Sweats the jersey, you know, transpire la camiseta como, like we would say in Spanish. 
um, defender of the year. So we have, I think, pretty good guys that could that could be take that spot. You know, we got Kiki, we got Figueroa that had pretty solid years, solid year yesterday. I think uh, Adam, Adam Lundy, which I think I will never learn how to say his last name, so we'll, we'll call him Adam Lundy. Um, I liked him a lot last year, even though he didn't have a lot of playing time. I thought he was a great player, and I and I'm really happy to see him start this year on that left side. Uh, you know, we have Kyle Adams coming up from RGV. We have Cabrera that is still, you know, trying to get better to to come in and play. And then we have um, who else do we have on the right side? We have um, the Chilean Bisama. Um, but to me, the defender of the year, who I think is going to stand out more than the others, is going to be Sarek Valentin. Uh, so Valentin comes from um, from Portland, um, where he is loved. And as soon as he got to Houston, we realized why he was loved so much. The dude is, you know, a man of the people. So if you see this... Good job, brother. I think you have embraced Houston very, very well. And I think Houston is going to love you a lot. So, you know, just keep keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great, especially with those kicks. I like them. I wish I had the money that you have to buy kicks. But, you know, it is what it is, you know. Cards. The life dealt different cards. But, you know, we support you uh, the same way that you love us. We'll love you and, and even more. And I think he's going to be the defender of the year for, for this year. I think... Bisama is going to start just because he he has been here before he, uh, Valentin was. But I think as as times move forward, we also have Fuenmayor. I, I remember that. But I think as the time goes on, I think uh, Valentin is going to take over that Bisama spot. And I think he's going to, like, you know, kill it. I was going to use some weird reference, but I decided not to last second. So I think he's going to kill it on that right side. Uh, he might even have the opportunity to play center back at point at some point, and I think he's going to kill it. Um, he he seems to really know what he's doing on that right side. I think he has the the skills and the speed to you know to attack and come back. And like I said in many previous uh, episodes, um, I used to play as a defender. Um, I I played center back and. And you know, a right winger, uh, my whole you know, right back my whole life basically, my whole like high school years and stuff like that. Um, so I'm really uh, drawn to those players, and I really like the way that those two, you know, the, uh, Valentin plays. So um, I mean, I have like I said, we only seen the the preseason games, but to what we seen or to what I've seen, I really like him a lot. Um, Golden Boot for this year. So basically, Golden Boot is obviously the the person that's going to score the most goals uh, for our team. And I think the the guy that's going to do that for us this year is going to be uh, Ramirez. Um, Ramirez, who I'm blanking on his first name right now for some weird reason. Um, I think he's going to be... Um, he's going to bring whatever we saw that last game against uh, LA Galaxy last year. Um, I think he's going to score more than Manotas. Um, I think he has... Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, Manotas and him play the same position, but I think they're two different players. 
I think Manotas is more of a number nine of like in a way of uh, of being there at the right time at the right moment to score goals. Even though we did have we did see Manotas create you know create plays and, and space for himself like he did against Toronto, you know whipping four guys around like they were you know rag dolls and then scoring a freaking stunner. Um, but I think uh, Ramirez has more of um, he has like a better I don't know something he has something different that Manotas doesn't have that will allow him to score more goals in different more fashions and manners um, he's like more like a number 10 like a fake 9 if I can describe it I don't know if people are going to understand those terms but he is a 9 but he's also like a 10 so he can create and then he can also score. Manotas is more of just like a, a, a box number nine, what I would call him. Um, you know, he's really good on the box. And, you know, if you put that ball in the box, you have, you know, 50% chance as a goal, 50%, you know, he'll hit a post or something. Um, but I think uh, Christian, wow, can you believe I forgot Christian Ramirez's first name, which is Christian, which is my name. I'm pretty stupid. Um, but yeah. Also, Quinteros is our... I guess he is our other DP, huh? Yeah, I guess we do have him as a DP. I guess we have another spot. Whatever. Moving on. So, Christian Ramirez. Um, yeah. I really like Christian Ramirez. I think he has a lot of potential. And I think he's going to score more goals than Manotas. Also, I think Manotas is going to get uh, sold. Sold? Uh, in the in the summer, so I think he obviously he's gonna have half a season with us. You know, I, I I'm hoping and praying that he doesn't because I would love to see two nines and Christian Ramirez and Manotas play up top. Hopefully, you know, Tab Ramos, if you're listening, I would love to have two nines up top. But you know, it's your decision. Um, but you know, I think uh, Christian Ramirez is gonna be. Um, I think he has won our heart already. I think he's repping H Town super hard. And we love him and his family already. Uh, also, being a girl dad myself, I love the fact that he's a girl dad himself. So you know, we just—I just see a bunch of similarities, other than the name. Um, so we, you know, me personally, I love him as a player. So hopefully, he'll get that for us. Um, I already talked about the position. I think we're gonna be in sixth place. Um, and who do you? Who do I think is gonna win the MLS Cup? Um, it's a tricky one because uh, LAFC has has had a strong year. Um, obviously, Toronto and Seattle, obviously, they fought last year. And Atlanta, you know, is out there trying to become the best team in the Western Hemisphere. So I think, you know, those four teams are always going to be fighting uh, for a top spot, especially, you know, like Atlanta and LAFC. So a lot of people are having those two teams uh, in the MLS Cup, you know, one from the West, one from the East. Um, but I think, and I don't know, I don't know how I feel about this, but I think Miami is going to be like the team that surprises everybody. I don't know anything about Miami. I'm just throwing it out there like, like a gut feeling in a way. Um, you know, being their first year in the, in the MLS and having, I guess, the pressure of being Beckham's team and being like inter Miami and having a 325 uh, sponsorship by Qatar Airways that also sponsors Barcelona and like freaking I think they sponsor also Boca down in Argentina and like you know 
the great teams out there in the world. I think they're going to have a lot of pressure on their back to be, you know, a recognizable team in the Western Hemisphere, like be that Atlanta that Atlanta wants to be. So I think Miami. Uh, I wrote I wrote down that I think they're gonna win it all, but that's just like a gut feeling. Also, you know, being the the newcomers and having wanting to prove themselves, um, you know, that's how that's how we did it. You know, in two thousand six, two thousand seven, winning back to back our first couple of years in the in the MLS as a franchise. But the thing about the 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 Houston Dynamo is that we were already a team in San Jose, so we kind of had a base of as a team. So that's why it was a lot easier for us to come down here and kind of win it all because we had a base and also a lot of less teams in, in you know in that era um but i think miami's gonna bring that i don't know that's something i might be completely wrong and most people will agree with that but i think i, I have a gut feeling that miami is gonna is gonna go far and may take it all the way um so yeah so those are all my predictions for that um, let's go ahead and I'm going to jump into Saturday, give you some information about that, and then we're going to shut it down. Um, so uh, the game is gonna actually going to be shown on Univision at 2.30 p.m. Uh, that's when the game starts. So, you know, if you're watching um, TV, um, you're going to be able to watch that game there. Um, let me see if anybody else is going to show it. Um, so basically, yeah, it's actually going to be... Uh, you can watch it on Univision, you can watch it on Twitter, you can watch it on, uh, I think it's TUDN, which is like uh, some some Univision channel as well. And you can uh, watch it on MLS Live on the Zone. Um, I believe that's like an app or something. Um, so yeah, if you're not able to catch it live, which I highly recommend you're out there um, for the game. I think it's going to be a great game and it's going to be a great challenge to start off against LA Galaxy with their big names, uh, with Pavon, with Chicharito, with, you know, a bunch of all these dudes, you know, Esqueloto as their coach and stuff like that. Um, so if you can make it, if you cannot make it out there, um, you know, watch it. Watch it on TV. I think it's going to be a heck of a match and a heck of a game, which is basically the same thing. Um, so another thing uh, we're doing this year, the Houston Dynamo also, you know, it's kind of putting together with like the supporter groups, a thing called March to the Game. Um, so basically, the, all the supporter groups are going to is going they're going to get together at 1:30 p.m., which is one hour before the game starts, and also one hour, which is the time that the gates open to the stadium. They're going to meet at the corner of Walker Street and St. Emmanuel Street, which is on the southwest side, like a block away from the stadium, basically. Um, and everybody's going to meet up there and everybody's going to march together to the stadium and go in as a, uh, you know, as a as a group, as a team, as a as the Hussett Town supporters, basically. Uh, so 1.30. And before that, if you want to hang out with some of the uh, the supporter groups, let me give you where they're going to be hanging out. So uh, El Batallon uh, is going to be hanging out at King's Court. They're going to have beer. They're going to have, uh, you know, they have kegs. They have this. They have that. Obviously, they bring the music. Uh, so, you know, they're going to have la, the whole barra there for everybody to go and enjoy and sing and chant and stuff like that. And they're going to be at King's Court, which is literally uh, across the street from the Dynamo Stadium on the south side. Um, then uh, 
um, the surge, which is the newcomers, the new the new kids on the block, they're going to be uh, hanging out at Rodeo Goat, which is I think is also going south on that street, uh, a couple blocks south on Radio. On, uh, let me give you the name of the street. I have it here. Um, let me see. So Kings Court is right there on Walker and. Ooh, I lost it. Well, I don't know, but it's that it's that street that is, it's like right there. It like you can't miss it. It's right there across the street from Pitch Twenty Five, and Kings Court. So, and then Rodeo Goat. If you keep going down that same street, well, it's actually a San San Emmanuel Street. Um, so if you're if you go down San Emmanuel going south, you'll run into Rodeo Goat. And it's, it's two blocks away from where the meetup point is, which is, you know, Walker and, um, what did I say? Walker and San Emmanuel. And then uh, Vandera Negra and uh, Texan Army are actually going to be um, doing a tailgate party right across from the north side of the stadium. Um, and they're going to be tailgating, you know, burgers, tacos, beer, hanging out, flags, you know, chanting and all that stuff. So they have, they know how to have a good time. So if you're down to, you know, party with any of them before the game starts, I think they're all getting together around 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Um, so if you're down to party and down to hang out and down to support your Houston Dynamo, you know where to go. And uh, basically, that's it. That's all the information I have. Uh, we're facing a, a, a really tough team, which is the LA Galaxy. Uh, like I said, Christian Pavon, which is like... And when he was playing in Boca, he was one of our top players out there. And, you know, he has played for uh, Argentina uh, for the men's national team. So, you know, if, if you can make it out there, it's because you're good. Um, he, uh, we also have, you know, every, I think every, if you don't know by now, freaking, I had some dudes calling, not calling me, but sending me messages today. You know, it's like, hey, dude, you know where uh, LA Galaxy is going to be at? What, what a hotel and stuff like that. Bro, I don't know. I just follow the Dynamo. I don't know where they're hanging out. But obviously, there's a lot of hype about Chicharito and them. So, you know, if I guess go see him. But I think the Houston Dynamo is going to go out there and, and, and put on put on a good show and put on a, a good whooping, hopefully, to the LA Galaxy. Um, so, yeah, be out there. I think it's going to be a fun game, a great game, a tough game. And it's going to be the first game. And there's only one home opener the whole season. So you better be there so you won't miss it. Also, there's going to be a lot of uh, telones, a lot of giant flags out there, a lot of TIFOs. Uh, I've seen a lot of stuff uh, being posted on social media from El Batallon, from the Surge, from the Texan Army, from Bandera Negra too. That they're, you know, putting out, you know, painting on TIFO, TIFOs and uh, putting together some great flags and great, you know, uh mosaics if that's the word uh you know to put out before the game starts so you know be out there it's going to be a packed house i think there was only like a thousand or two thousand tickets left to the entire match um so if you can make it out there make it out there and it's going to be fun so once again let me just give you my social media just in case and you can follow me on the weekend uh so basically all day saturday i'm going to be on my phone posting stuff uh, from bright and early till basically the end of the game and the end of the match and the after parties and stuff like that. Um, so Christian Put Christian Putalias on Twitter and Chris Putalias no backwards Christian Putalias on Instagram and Christian Putalias on Twitter. So hit me up. Also, if you want to be part of this podcast, if you want to hang out, if you want to come in and record something, 
uh, more than welcome to show, you know, to come and, and hang out for for a while. And if you want to come and just talk about the games and stuff like that, more than welcome to do that. Or if you want to call me, we can do some type of Skype stuff. I'll, we'll figure it out. And we can do that together. So, also, another thing, dynamotheory.com. Um, go check those guys out. Uh, I've been writing a couple things with them. They are way talented than, than I am uh, when it comes to writing. Uh, and I am gracious that they are letting me put my two cents in when it comes to the Houston Dynamo. So uh, I've, I've written two things for them. Um, so go check those out. Um, basically something about Victor Cabrera and my top reason, my top five reasons of why you should watch or you should go to this home opener. So uh, I was, I told everybody that I was going to put it on the podcast, but I think if you go read it, it's going to be better. So go check it out. DynamoTheory.com. Great articles, great uh, match recaps. And yeah, so, and also once we're at it, you know, go check out Generation Orange, go check out a Keeping Taps, go check out um, The Peel, go check out Glenn Davis, uh, Soccer Matters. Um, the dudes are, are doing a great job out there about, you know, exposing the Dynamo. So, you know, shout out to those guys and um, hopefully they see this. You guys are doing a great job. So thank you guys. Thank you for another episode of the Come and Take It podcast. We'll see you guys later. Deuces.